This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out on Old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. Let's get up. We got to get on down there to the Brush Arbor where folks are standing around, maybe down there to Cotton Gin, or maybe just a group of folks standing around there on Main Street down there in the little old town waiting for the Old Trailblazer to come by. And we'll stop Old Dan and get off and get on the soapbox there somewhere and bring God's message. So you you stand around and wait for us. We'll be there in a few minutes. But Old Trailblazer, happy to be with you folks. I just ask you oftentimes, write me. Let me know that you're listening. Let me know that you're, uh, maybe that you'd like to help me get these broadcasts out. And uh, you say, that's a mighty big uh, request. Do you know what the Bible says? You, you receive not because you ask not. That's right. That's right. I used to know an old preacher who said he could pray money out of folks' pocket. I can't do that. No, I never did try. I don't, I don't believe the Lord wants me to try that. No. And I did have a man write me not long ago, and he said, Old Trailblazer, you ought to just quit taking them people's money, and you're robbing God and robbing, robbing their money, and uh, go ahead and preach the gospel. And so I wrote him back, and I said, No, I'm not taking them people's money. I don't draw a salary from the First Baptist Church of Algiers or Old Trailblazer Brog. I don't do any of that. Lord, Lord blessed me years ago with a little business that I was retired from and had a financial stability. And I don't know. I told him, I said, and I do preach it. Through, he told me to preach John 3.16. I do. I preach John 3.16, 17, 18, and 19. I do, my friend. I do. If you don't believe me, you come on down here where the old trailblazer preaches on Sunday and Sunday night and Wednesday night and other time. Or if you write me, I'll send you a sampling of our radio messages over the radio and uh, on CD. Write me. Just tell me. Say, send me four or five of those CDs. Let me know what your old trailblazer preaches about. I'll do that. And then you folks won't be so quick to criticize. But I'm just telling you, my friend, I'm happy to be with you folks. And I'm just an old poor old soul saved by grace. I had a man wrote me and said I was a fool. Because I was preaching, he said I, I, I was a sinner. Said uh, said I was called myself blazing the trail. Said when Jesus already blazed the trail, well, yes, he did. But he also ordained and commissioned men to preach the gospel, preach the gospel, not to preach error, not to preach divine healing, not to preach speaking in tongue, not to preach those things. Preach the gospel. What is the gospel? It's good news. Good news that Christ died for sinners. Are you a sinner? Have you ever seen yourself as a sinner? I'll make this statement without fear of contradiction. If you've never seen yourself as a sinner, to some degree, somewhere along the line, you come to see that you was a helpless, hopeless, poor old soul, had sinned against God, and then the Lord awakened you and showed you that and saved you. If you've never seen yourself as a sinner, you're not saved. You're not saved. Well, let, me tell you, let me just give you a good analogy. Uh, a friend of mine brought a message one night, and I heard him. He said, no man with good health will get up on the morning, cold, frisky morning, sit on the side of his bed, and say, well, Mama, I'm going to go down to the doctor today and get a checkup. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. No, you don't. I don't either. But you, you get up one morning with a sore throat and an aching head and a burning up fever, sore all over. You'll say, Mama, call the doctor. I'm sick. Just so it is with a sinner. If you never see yourself as a sinner, you'll never call on the Lord. I tell my folks here, and I tell you the greatest need we have in this ministry or any ministry is that the blessed Holy Spirit will meet with us on a regular basis here and awaken our poor souls to the fact that they're lost, no matter who they are, nor where they are, whether they're highfalutin, big shot, or whether they're little shot. Makes no difference whether they slept in the gutter last night 
or the brothel, it doesn't make no difference. It doesn't matter from the, from the highest monarch on down. If they never come to see themselves lost, they'll never be saved. Now, you can contradict that, but it won't be no good. No, sir. But we get back to our study, and we're looking at the gospel uh, does not include faith healing or divine healing. No. I want to read you a verse of scripture we read in our closing moment. And Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Now, you see that? There's a comma right there. Comma and healing all manner of sicknesses and all manner of diseases. He went about teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. He could have stopped right there, but this, the writer went on to say, and that he was also healing, not preaching healing, not preach healing, not, not teaching and preaching uh, sicknesses, no, the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sicknesses are distinctively separate, and healing is not a part of the gospel, period. Now, let's, let's just put that down in your pipe and smoke it. And I'll tell you, it won't, you know, it won't leak a drop. Now, let's turn to Luke 24. You say, well, you're awful dogmatic today, Trailblazer. You just kind of stirred up. I am stirred up because I've been bombarded with mail accusing me of being a fool, and I am a fool. Surely I am. But people are blinded to the fact that these false things that's out there on the market, they're blinded that they're, that they're false and blinded that Satan is the god of this world and have these people under his control. Do you know that Satan is a prince in power of this air? We have a generation that's grown up and have been taught and their kids have been taught and their children think that Satan is some individual with a long red flannel underwear suit on with a long tail and a pitchfork in his hand. That's not Satan, my friend. Satan was the most beautiful created being in the heavens there at Lucifer until he was cast out he was ca he led the worship of the universe he praised the lord but he aspired to be like god he said i will be like god and sin was found in him and the lord cast that old boy out cast him out and he took a third of them with him my friend but listen he never lost one bit of his power and his strength now now don't don't forget that we're not dealing with some little tin soldier devil. No, sir. He's the prince in the power of this air. Now, let's read Luke 24, 45 and through 48. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Now, I wish that's what would happen to me and you more so than it ever has, that we might understand the scriptures. And he said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem, and ye are witnesses of these things. Now, I'm going to read that again. You may have not have got it. You might have been uh, reading the paper over there, Papa. Put the paper down. Listen. Listen. You might be three heartbeats away from hell. Listen. Then, Luke 24, 45. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem, and ye are witnesses of these things. Here Christ gave the apostles the commission to preach repentance 
and remission of sin. Now, one of the things that's happening in our day, my day, and your day, we have preachers preaching remission of sin on this on this wise. Folks, folks are going to church now in leaps and bounds. The churches are full. You go down the highway on Sunday morning, their church will have a five-acre parking lot. There won't be an empty spot in it. But what's happening? They're preaching forgiveness of sin. They're preaching remission of sin on this manner. Come on down to the front, my brother. You've been wanting to do this a long time, my sister. Come on down here and shake my hand and trust Jesus and you'll be saved. Now, where did they leave out? They left out repentance. He didn't say one thing about the gospel of healing, did he? He didn't even command them to preach healing because healing is not a gospel. It's a gift. It's a gift of the Spirit. You certainly have to stretch your imagination to read healing into this command. And, and I asked, are you beginning to see how Satan has twisted the scriptures, perverted the gospel of Christ to make it of none effect through his emissaries, adding healing to the gospel? To, is it? Now let's turn again to Matthew 28. We're going we're gonna to stay with, thus saith the Lord. That's what we do here at Toll Trailblazer Broadcast. And Jesus came, this is Matthew 28, 18, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, out of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Here is that great commission we spoke of. He Christ gave to his disciples. He says, go ye into all the world. Nowhere does he mention healing in his great commission. Now, my friend, that's amazing to me how that folks can twist the scriptures, and yet I know that Satan has the power. Did you know Satan has the power to do anything in the world that he wants to do except give eternal life? He does. He can give you a feeling. He can give you a dream. He can give you anything in the world, make you believe, cause you to believe that you're saved, resting on a false foundation, never knowing it's only the Holy Spirit that can reveal to you that you're not saved. Oh, but listen, Mo, nowhere in God's Word did Christ ever command us to preach healing. Now, I'll take, make, take my eternal destiny on that statement. Healing is not in the gospel. It's not a gospel, but it's a gift of the Spirit given to those whom he will. That's right. As I've told you many times before, certainly the old trailblazer believes firmly in divine healing. That's right. But, my friend, it's not what we're speaking of here today. It's not these things. Now, we're going to turn to one more scripture while we have time. Mark 16, 15, read. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Now, my friend, do you see anywhere in there about healing, divine healing so-called? you see anything in there about the baptism with the Holy Spirit? Do you see anything in there about speaking in tongues? Do you see any of those things? Were they commanded to preach those things? No, sir, I don't believe. I don't see it there. Let me read that verse again because you may have not been listening. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's our command. That's my command. He says to be instant in season, reprove and rebuke with all long suffering. 
my friend, that's over there in Timothy. But listen, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Now, I tell you, my friend, I, I wish I could uh, sit by your side, maybe sit there at your kitchen table and drink a cup of coffee with you, good old, good old uh, dark coffee like we make here in South Louisiana. Not chicory, and I don't like the chicory, but a lot of folks do, and I don't mind them doing it. But we, we like that good dark roast coffee, and uh, it, it just wake you up if you need to be woke up. Maybe maybe that's what we need to do. Send out some coffee and chicory. Wake some of our folks up. Are you asleep? Are you asleep in Satan's lap, my friend? Are you believing that everything's all right? You have, that you're not, that you're, and all the time you're on a sandy, shaky foundation like the two men that built the houses on the sand? Oh, my friend. We get into that maybe in our next study. The old trailblazers just going out day by day, driving, driving with men wherever I can get a few folks to stand around and listen to the old trailblazer. Then we have our services here every Sunday morning. You can hear them over the Internet. And uh, hear our service, Sunday services over the Internet, Sunday night, Wednesday night, over Sermon Audio. And uh, if you write me, I'll send you that information in a little packet telling you how to reach us. And then remember my mailing address, uh, the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Some folks write me and say, you just wrote, you just talk too fast, Trailblazer. And they spell my name all kind of ways. But it's Albert Pendarvis, P-E-N-D-A-R-V-I-S. And uh, my address is Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. But the mail is very good. They get it to us. Don't matter if we got the complete address or not. So you remember, pray for us. Would you do that and help us with the broadcast? And until next time, may God bless you. Goodbye.